Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. What up, Anna? It's Nick. Dude, we, I mean, we, this episode, is this Nick? I wasn't sure. Oh shit, dude. Yeah, you know it. So much has happened. If this is if this wasn't Nick, why would I be drinking Spark- Trader Joe's yeah. sparkling water blueberry yeah. lemonade? This dude. can't possibly be Nick because why would you be drinking that? Don't make no sense. Anyhoozle. Pretty crazy. What an episode we got today. We're talking below deck, Mediterranean, season five, episode ten. Twelve. We're talking season wow. t- or episode twelve. Well, I only watched up till 10, and uh, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I bet you will. So there is something I want to apologize to the listeners to is we, uh, mostly me, Nick does have has nothing to do with this, fucked up in the posting of the episodes for season seven, and I apologize for that. Um, our uh, editor labeled them incorrectly, but that's not his fault. I should check. I should always check, but I didn't check. So Wow, you know he's going to listen to this. Billy is great. Um, Don't blame it on Billy. It's not. No, I'm saying it's not his fault. Wow, Billy. Look, if you're listening. We threw 6,000 episodes you, at Billy and we're like, figure it out, bro. And that's not fair. I should be more diligent in checking my shit. But um, so it's not his fault at all. There is no blame on him. He is literally killing it. Billy, you are fucking killing it. Um, wow. but Congrats, I, Billy. I, uh, yeah, I, I just posted. I we Basically, we forgot to post season five of episode, um, or of season seven. Episodes, episode five of season seven. Yes, we forgot Regular. to post it. So I posted season, um, uh, episode six of season seven as five. And basically, we, it just, Everything got labeled incorrectly until episode nine. And that's when I realized and I went back and I fixed it all. And now everything is fixed. Wow. Uh, Obviously, now that you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, we're talking about season five. So I guess this is all too late for the apology. I apologize. Jiminy Crickets. Yeah. What the fuck does anyone listening to this episode give a shit about that? Yeah. Well, now I've apologized. There's nothing you can do about it. Sorry, Nick. 
All right. You heard it here for no reason, folks. <laughs> You're right. This is dumb. Everything's dumb. <laughs> okay. That is so unnecessary. Okay. Um, I apologize all right. well, on all the uh, social media as well. So Anything whoops. else been happening? <laughs> Two weeks ago. Um, no. I Guys, we are losing Hannah in this episode. Wow. What a time to be alive. We are picking up. This chef who I'm going to have to say it, uh, not a good guy. <laughs> He's, let's say, not as centered as Kiko. No, Kiko is all good vibes. This guy is all, this is just an embarrassment to my career. And it's like, Ooh, well, then don't agree to be on a reality show. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Have you seen a reality show, bro? No one's they having a good time. They always make you look good. Like no. Gordon Ramsay's shows don't always make him look good, but what he did do was a thousand episodes of television, so it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's yeah, no one cares also. Uh, this guy No one cares. This guy is I well, yeah, yeah. It's just so funny because you're like, "Wow, Malia finally found like a sweet regular guy." And then you're like, "Oh, no, he's a monster." No, she found another chef who is emotionally terrifying. She should have been with Wiz. Yeah, Wiz at least like had a like, con- like all I'm learning from this show except for Kiko, chefs are a nightmare. What is this in people? Yeah. You're like, I don't know, man. I just feel like ripping someone's head to shreds. You know what? Maybe I should be a chef. Adrian could be cool if he learned one little lesson. Oh, yeah. Adrian was chill, too, but he was kind of pervy in a Bit way. rapey, just, yeah. I didn't like the way he spoke to women. That kind of bothered me. Oof. Well, well, he's dead. He's not dead. Jesus. Come on. You know he's dead. Don't do this. He's a dead guy. Well, let's get into it. Season 5. Episode 12, Below Deck Mediterranean. So we continue with Captain Sandy calling Hannah out for her drugs. Dun, dun, dun! Dun, dun, drugs. Yeah, man. She's a big old druggie. Like the first episode of the first season. Just a drug head, dude. She's blowing fucking lines. She's railing smoke. She's dipping dots. Uh, have you ever done drugs before? <clears throat> I hope to. Okay. Yeah, no, it's clear. Dipping dots. That's that's ice cream. Yeah, I do those drugs at the mall. Yeah. You get a lot of good drugs at the mall. I also cine buns. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And I, I fucking chick some filet, dude. What about some Wetzel's pretzels, man? Yeah, I fucking Wetzel a pretzel for <laughs> sure, dog. I'll taco that bell. Yeah, I bet you do. You can taco my bell. Taco Bell. My Bell. Um, Voice of an Angel, as they say uh, in their reviews. In the forever, popu- forever popular reviews of this show. Uh, yeah, so Hannah is like, um, drugs, you mean my Valium? And Captain Sandy's like, well, you also have pot on board. And you haven't presented a prescription for the Valium. And Captain Sandy says they have to follow protocol and go with the management rule book. And that she can't go to sea with someone doing drugs. And Captain Sandy asks her to go get her stuff. And Hannah's like, just so you know, I haven't taken a single Valium since coming on board. Then they show a bunch of footage of her with her Valium, I guess trying to prove that she took it. But I don't fucking know. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. In the end, I don't really care. Well, it's dangerous. Uh, That's what I know. I agree. It is dangerous to be on Valium. But like, it didn't appear that she was taking it while working. It mostly felt like she would if she was taking it, looked like she would always take a pill before bed. Well, um, that's not her decision to make. Yeah, I mean, I she should have clearly, um, what's it called, registered it with the boat. But mm-hmm. she didn't. And you know what? It was so long ago, I don't even remember. Right. So mm. whatever. Um, the David guy who, uh, you know, could be... A fucking ghost because I've never seen him before. Wow. David, dude, who is he? Is so um, David's like, 
Uh, if she can't pull up a prescription for it, then she has to be fired. That's protocol. And that pot pen is illegal. So Hannah goes to her room and goes in the bathroom and Captain Sandy gets concerned that Hannah's flushing everything. So she goes into her room and into the bathroom and opens the door and Hannah's like literally has her pants unbuttoned because she was peeing. Captain Sandy's like, give me the drugs. And Hannah's like, here you go. Can I pee? And she's like, do you have a prescription? And Hannah's like, no, I don't have a prescription with me to offer you. So shit is going down, bitches. What's up? Drugs on board. Hannah is faded. Yeah, not for long. Drugs won't be on board for long. Yeah. So uh, during this, Tom is talking about how excited he is to prep for this upcoming charter because he'll be working with such an awesome crew. And it's like, oh, Tom, go fuck yourself. Bring down the excitement, okay? No one likes you. Just joking. No one knows him yet. So Captain Sandy says, back in the office, Captain Sandy tells Hannah, with everything going on with her, like her panic attacks in the middle of the night, she just cannot go to sea with Hannah. Hannah's like, okay, bye. And then she gets up to leave, but Captain Sandy's like, can I finish? She's like, okay. Captain Sandy's like, I just, I just don't, you know, I don't trust you know, I just don't, you know, you didn't tell us about, the, like, you didn't do the right protocol by registering this and you have a pot, plant, pot pen or whatever. And so we're going to have to let you go. And Hannah's, or she's like, I'm, we're going to have to finish this charter without you. Hannah's like, okay, uh, can I have my Valium back? And then she, like, gets up and goes and packs to leave. Um but there's definitely some, like, relief in Hannah's voice as she's, like, leaving. Well, you can tell she's somewhat like, yes, get me the fuck out of here. Um, and as she's going to the galley, not the galley, the crew mess or whatever, to the cabins, Tom tries to speak to Hannah, and she's like, no. I don't care. Leave me alone. And she asks Rob to get her suitcase, and that's what sets off the the discussions, the little, the whisperings, if you will, the whoosh, 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 across the boat. Because Rob thinks... Hannah's quit. He doesn't know any deets. He's just like, I'm getting okay, her suitcase. So I've been doing some research and uh, her select pen, uh-huh. that's the brand that uh-huh. she was smoking. Uh, that's actually the current brand that I have. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I was Googling and they do not make a CBD um, pen. Um, I believe their same company has a different line. For CBDs called social, uh-huh. um, but the select does not have any CBD. Therefore, I submit to you that is proof that that is THC pen. Um, you know, I would believe you, but I use my batteries for all. Not a battery. The written on the cartridge. Oh, it's it was written on S the cartridge with. A, with a, it's an S underlined with a circle around it, all white logo. Interesting. I'll have yeah. to look that up. No, well, you don't need to. I did it. Yeah, She's but. She's getting high on her own supply. So, yeah, I guess you're right. It does. Now that I'm looking at the photo, it has the logo. Yeah. Right? Um, and then the other logo doesn't have uh, the line under it. But does the social logo different from the select logo? It is. It's um. It's the S with no line. Hmm. It's called um, select. Although weed. I'm not sure if that is the same. Oh no, it's an S, but it's kind of like a rounded square around it. Also, what I found aren't cartridges; they're disposable pens. Um, it could be a different. It says the social used to be select. Um, with an exclamation point, which might have been a different brand. But anyway, all I know is that select, S, underline, circle, no CBD pens. Fascinating. Huh. There you have it, folks. We did the work. But, uh, okay. Now I need to look up. Social. She said it was CBD. Of course she did. She's, she's a liar. Pen. She said she had a prescription. She's a liar. I don't think she said she had a prescription for the CBD, did she? No, no, not for that, for the volume. That's what I mean. Yeah, you're right. The CBD social pens are blue. Liar. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still believe it's CBD. I don't know. Part of me Jesus just, Christ. Part of me is just like us. You fucking loser. What is part of you? You fucking climate denier. I don't know, man. Just what is wrong with you? Just say that you know it now. Say. Let's see. But say what? you will. What, what if the one she has is mostly CBD and just a little THC? It isn't. They don't make them. But do you understand? They do half and halves, don't they? They do not. Hmm. Not this brand. Very interesting. It's not interesting anymore. <laughs> it simply is. We're going to have to look into it. Oh, <laughs> okay, fine. You figured it out, Nick. I uh, Thank I, you. I agree. Maybe it is a weed pen and she's covering it up by saying it's CBD. But at Also, one point, a half CBD pen is not a CBD pen. That's a weed pen. Yes. Even if it was the case. I agree. Um, I'm right. So she's like, it actually takes me twice as many puffs. She does at one point say, "Oh, um, that was just in my purse from L.A." Trying to yeah. Also, what does that? Yeah, I put stuff in my bag when I'm in L.A. and then I travel with it. Yeah, that. How else? (laughs) Does it mean anything? Right, but like also at the same time, like why would it be out? You know. Like if I would be out because she was smoking it. Right. If I were trying to like be like, oh shit, I brought this weed pen with me. I would try and like put it as deep in my luggage as possible so no one would ever find out about it. Yeah. Also, um, people will know if you're using a weed pen. Because it might not smell like weed, but it definitely smells like something. And these quarters, they don't have any windows down there. Yeah, if you were to hit it, everyone would know. It makes you'd have to hit it outside. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, it made yeah, it made me think like when and where does she have the time to hit that? Well, she's always going for a cigarette, and you can easily just take a puff when you're out for a cigarette, and she does it all day long. And I know if I were doing it, I would just have it on me all the time. And whenever I was alone, I would fucking, especially if you're smoking a cigarette. I don't smoke cigarettes, so that's. But I, I do remember when I did smoke cigarettes, how incredible of a weed cover that is. Because every time, like if you're smoking weed outside of a bar in New York City and you're passing it around, you would always have somebody light up a cigarette, therefore to explain the smoke. And if anyone were to come by and be like, what are you guys smoking? Somebody has a cigarette. Right. So with a cigarette, you're kind of invincible. Correct. But don't, don't you think they would have like filmed her? I just don't think she... Used it on camera. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I just don't get, I don't get how she would have gotten away with it. That's the only thing. Also, yeah, well, I mean, they don't film you in the bathroom. Sure. But like you said, I feel like it'd be pretty hard to. Yeah, it would be, but I could do it and I would do it. And I'm going to do it. Okay. Um, Yeah, so. Captain Sandy says it's hard to let someone go that you care about, but this is maritime law and there's a no tolerance law and they have to be drug free. And Captain Sandy has her head down in the galley and she says if something happened and she didn't address this, then she would probably be taken to jail, lose her license and the boat would be impounded. And Rob is telling Hannah, uh, telling people that Hannah quit and Malia is just ignoring it. Like she's in the biggest shady ass bitch. Like she's just pretending like she can't hear anything. She's like, "Mm." but I have a theory and? Um, that Malia fucked her for a specific reason. And it's because Malia is wanted. Like Malia was upset at Hannah for not just giving in to her and being like, I don't know. I, I think Malia's intentions here were not fully because it's my job. I have to report it. Like, I don't think so, because I think Hannah's Valium has been sitting out on her bed a lot. It, yeah, it, that wasn't think, the first time I'm sure Malia saw Hannah's Valium. I think I actually know what happened here. What? Um, I think that it's pretty simple that you see, pe- you see people doing things all the time that could get them in trouble that aren't that big of a deal. 
And this is one of the things like that, where it's like, it's not that big of a deal. You see, like if your friend has three shots and immediately gets in the car to drive, you know, it's like, you should probably wait another hour or two, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say anything. And ultimately it probably won't be a problem. Um, This is that, this is what it is. But the second that that person is in a fight with you, they will use it against you pretty much 99 times out of a hundred. And that's the thing. Not everyone can know your secrets. And if you got secrets, you need to keep nice. And she should have offered her fucking room because it makes complete and total sense that the people who are in couples get to share rooms. Um, that's And she doesn't want to room with bugs i get it but she's currently with malia you don't want a room with malia with no who doesn't get to see her boyfriend like mad malia mm-hmm. that's got to be worse than like okay with it bugs uh and that's that's all it was it was just like it was fine until you did something egregious to me yeah now go fuck yourself you're off the boat idiot yeah yeah, I think she got fucked by a person who was just waiting to fuck you. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't fucking you. She knew about it before. Yeah. She didn't run when you said that you were taking Valium. Yeah. But that's why I think Malia is so shady and I didn't care for that. Well, at all. I think that's fine. Honestly, I think that what Malia did was fine. I'm not even mad about it. I mean, you can't bring on drugs and then leave them out. In front of people who you're you're being shitty to. Because she was being shitty to Malia. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Hannah fucked up Because she was mad about Kiko. It didn't have anything to do with anything Malia did wrong. Yeah. Not not a great showing. So, um, yeah, Hannah is walking up and down the dock, talking to her boyfriend on the phone while the cameras follow her around. And she's like, good luck. I can do this all day, boys. Um. So can they. That's They get paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, they're literally the whole show. All right, let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. And we're back. So yeah, Hannah just got let go. Captain Sandy comes out to talk to Hannah on the dock. And and I don't know, it's like Captain Sandy, this was like, st- just let it go, Captain Sandy. You let her go, leave her alone. But you're like so emotional. Like this talk was more about Captain Sandy than it was about Hannah. And that kind of Well, I understand me. why she did it because she was right to do it. Um, ultimately, that's what the rule is. And it doesn't matter. And, and, and Hannah was not worth fighting for. And so that's what happened. That's what fucking happens. And then the thing that Sandy wanted to get across to her because Hannah's leaving mad, like fucking Captain Sandy. I can't believe Captain Sandy did this to me. And Captain Sandy's like, motherfucker, I did not do anything to you. Do you understand? I did not do this. I know. You but did this. This the the way it felt like it just that in that moment, it's not like you were gonna get through to Hannah. It's like Hannah's upset. She's leaving. Just let it be. Give it some time and then talk to her. Like in that moment, it was like, don't go try and talk to her about this right now. Like she's clearly upset. You're upset. Like everyone just kind of needed to like back away. Like you let her go. Let her go. End it. Don't don't come back and be like, Hannah, you need to understand you broke the rules. It's like, yeah, she fucking knows she broke the rules. She's but it's aware? not someone she just met a month ago. I understand. She's been co-star of a television show for four years. Which means you should know by now that Hannah's not just going to give in to you that easily. It's like you've been working with her. You guys, she's a stubborn bitch. She is not going to give in to you like this. She's not going to be like, you're right, Captain Sandy, especially not on camera. She's going to hold her own. Look, I hate everybody on this show at this point. I am so fed up. Captain Sandy, relax. Hannah, you should have registered your drugs. Unfortunately, you got to go. But let's be honest, you wanted to go. You were not happy. Literally two episodes ago, you're standing on the bow crying, saying, I fucking hate this job. It's Yeah, it's not the best way to go out, but you're free, Hannah. You're free. In that moment, I've been like, fuck it. I'm going to Mallorca or whatever. I mean, I would never be caught because I'm a fucking criminal genius, but like. Interesting. Congrats. Am I out of control? (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, Captain Sandy comes out to talk to her and says her hands are tied legally, but she also doesn't want to drive the boat to sea. See, that's the other thing. She kept saying, I don't want to drive the boat to sea because of your panic attacks. It's like, stop coming for her mental health. That's unnecessary. Yes, she had drugs on board. Good enough reason fire her. Don't be like, you unstable piece of shit. She was like mental health shaming her, and I didn't well, like that. Well, that part was unnecessary, for sure. Like It's just like, you, because you don't need to say unstable piece of shit. It's like, dude, we all have anxiety and panic attacks. Well, not, you know, all of us, but like, people have anxiety. It doesn't make them, like, unable to do their jobs. Having drugs on board, that's a whole other thing. You fucking, you are out of control with your anxiety. Dumb, whatever. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, she keeps being like, I can't, I can't drive the boat to sea with how you've been lately with anxiety attacks and the drugs. And Hannah says, this is utter bullshit. And Captain Sandy just, whatever, go, go back to the boat. But instead, Captain Sandy keeps trying to tell her. She's like, Hannah, you don't think I care? You don't think I care about you, Hannah? And Hannah's just like not interested in this discussion. She like walks away and then Captain Sandy gets upset. It's like, fine, I don't care then. And then goes back on the boat and tells her to pack your shit and go, basically is the vibe. And Hannah's like, yeah, I'm trying to. <sighs> what an episode. And if like there's more without Hannah than there was with Hannah. And we're already half an hour into this. More so into this episode. Less than. Oh, I forgot. We stepped down a little bit. Anyway, doesn't matter. What happened next, my dude? My dude. So, um, yeah, my theory is that Malia knew what was up and then took the opportunity when she was upset with Hannah to throw her under the bus. And it's like, yeah, now you get to ruin with your dumb boyfriend who, yes, we have some more insight now because... We're not recording this exactly when it came out. You're that boyfriend's going to cheat on you anyway and whatever. So I hope it was all worth it. And Captain Sandy's going to tell everyone that you're secretly gay. It's like everyone turns on Malia. Like, ay, ay, ay. 
I don't know. What a mess. What a mess for everybody. What are you going to do? Anyway, so Captain Sandy calls Malia to the bridge and lets her know she fired Hannah and starts being like, what if she overdoses? It's like, don't do this. Like, get out of here. And, they, you know, they're having this conversation where they're basically reiterating all the reasons they had to fire her and what a risk it was. And it's like, you guys are just doing this to make yourselves feel better. Like, it's done. The bottom line is she had drugs. She's fired. It's done. And Bugs is trying to ask Hannah for instructions, but Hannah's like, I don't care, and keeps packing, and everyone's so confused. And Malia's like, I feel for her. But it's my job to report drugs. And it's like, go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, and so Hannah has, you know, obviously figured it out that it was Malia that took the photo, and she tells Jess what happened and says that Malia's a snake. And then Malia, to Hannah's face while she's packing, tries to act all nice and be like, so, like, what happened? And Hannah's like, hmm, well, um, she says she has a legal CBD pen and legal Valium prescription on board. And Malia's like, well, were they registered with the boat? And Hannah's like, I don't even remember anymore. And I'm like, I think she said that because in that moment, she doesn't have to answer fucking narc-ass Malia's questions. I'd be like, bitch, none of your business. You got me fired. Go deck Go wipe a deck or something. Like, go away. So fucking shady. Always wiping to do. If you're not wiping, you're swiping. That's what I say. That's what I tell um, the youths that I work with that have found themselves in uh, youth prisons. I say that to them, and uh, it really helps. If you're, if you're swiping, if you're not wiping, you're swiping. I'm sorry. What are you saying? Save me. If you're, uh, if you're not, if you're not, um, sw- uh, if you're not swiping, um, you're wiping. You're wiping. Yeah, it's classic line from Nick yeah. Turner. Um. All right, where was I? Yeah, so Hannah bounces and she sits on the dock and says it was her mistake for not registering the prescription, but um, she's also been meaning to exit from yacht, having a hasty exit from yachting for a few years now. And while she doesn't like leaving this day this way, she'll never forget or she'll never regret working in yachting. And then we see a montage of all her time on Below Deck Mediterranean. And I have to say, I hated Hannah at the beginning. I don't know if you guys remember this, but I did not like Hannah. So much so that I just, like, wasn't even excited to get into Below Deck Med Season 2. Like, I don't remember if you know, remember this, but I was like, no thanks. Wow. Were we ever so young? God. I mean, it does feel like 10 years ago. But now, I've really come around on fucking Hannah. Well, we have felt- watched 10 years of television. Yes. And I, I, it, it is kind of like I have Stockholm Syndrome, isn't it? Oh, boy. But anyway, I feel bad for Hannah. I actually, like, legit, like, had, like, Hannah, you'll be missed. Yesterday, when I was sitting by myself doing my dishes, I was thinking about this and, like, damn, like, I feel bad for her. I think they wronged her in a way, and, you know, it is what it is, but I hope for the best. Why do you do all the dishes? Shouldn't Zach do the dishes? Obviously, she's pregnant now and living her best life. And Wow, that's true. I read today that she's going to be at the reunion, and she is telling her story. Well, her I can't side, wait. Her it's side It's going to be incredible. It's going to be a, a reunion to remember. Yeah, it's, I think it's all going to be on Zoom. I don't think they're going to do it in person. No, but I did hear that Hannah flew in just to punch Captain Sandy and Malia in the face. Good for her. Best not even bugs. Life. Live your best Legally, life. Legally, you're not allowed to punch bugs because her teeth are registered with Harrods of London. <laughs> oh, God, I was literally thinking the other day, I wish I could go to London. Well, you can't. That's what funny. Else? I was looking at, because I looked up Gordon Ramsay after like learning whatever that Tom worked for him. And I was looking at the menu of his uh, restaurant, Petrus, Pe- Petrus. I don't know what it's mm. called, because uh, it's like connected to Harrods in some way. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the whole story? Yeah, I don't know. I just remembered I was looking oh. up the menu for his place last night because of 
Gordon Ramsay. And I don't know, it looked good. It looked good. Mm. Would love to go there one day if my passport is ever legitimate in this world again. So, yeah, Captain Sandy promotes bugs to Chief Stew and tells her that she will have someone else for her uh, as a third or second stew in the next charter. And Bugs is immediately on her intense shit as she takes over. And Jess is not excited. She's like, oh, great. Uh, And Tom says he is very meticulous and organized. And to be dropped into the deep end like this is mad. And I'm like, Queen, you're telling me. You call him Queen? I don't know who I call Queen. Honestly, I'm I'm lost myself. I'm Queen, You are Queen. You are Queen. I'm so sorry. I told you if I called someone else Queen, I'd get very upset. I don't fuck you are you that. talking Nothing, to? Nothing, queen. Um, <laughs> talking to another queen of mine. Uh, <laughs> Nick flew to my house to punch me in the face after this. <laughs> uh, Malia gives her deck crew a pep talk, but I'm like, don't trust her. She will fuck you over. <laughs> She's like, we need to work together and stay as a team. And everyone's looking at her like, bitch, you got fired. You are the least trustworthy person here. Sorry to break it to you, honey bunches of oats, but you have proven yourself deeply untrustworthy. (laughs) Dog eats dog. Yeah. Wag the dog. In this case, fish eats fish. (laughs) Because boats, you know. Awesome. Hold on. I'm just going to blow my brains out real quick. Okay. Oh, good. So Malia and Captain Sandy are still talking about it because Malia is trying to defend her actions to us. But don't care. Skipping over it. Don't need to hear you talking about what if she overdosed. Um, Captain Sandy calls a meeting with the crew to explain what happened. And they're all like, she gives like no details, but it's like, if I find drugs, I need to trust you. Drugs are drugs. Don't even take a penny trail. But do you recall? On Captain Lee's boat, one, uh, shit, what was her name? Cat had Xanax. Showed her prescription. She didn't even show the prescription. She showed the bottle. Guess it had her name on it. Fine. You're out of here. Cool. She didn't have to, she didn't get in trouble for registering it. Or she she didn't, it was just kind of like, okay, you have the prescription. Yeah, Thanks for showing us. Yeah, she was also drunk. Uh, yes, but she did say she was on Xanax. So they had to double check that she was on Xanax. Mm-hmm. Um, and that she had a prescription for it. Mm-hmm. Also, but then remember when she was like, I'm so embarrassed for my anxiety disorder. I was like, this is such a different time. Because um, there's nothing embarrassing about having anxiety. It's so normal. Um, but then also, do you remember when Kyle, the British guy who came later, is just like a funny, the street performer mm-hmm. guy. He had an allergic reaction to something I believe maybe Ben fed him. Kyle Adam Dixon? Yes. So he had an allergic reaction to something the chef fed him. Yeah. And they gave him a Benadryl, no big deal. Well, they registered it through the boat. Did they? Because remember how Malia was like, they had mm-hmm. to call a nurse to confirm that I could be given a Benadryl. Mm-hmm. But it t- like in that moment, they were just like, here you go, Kyle, take this Benadryl. You're having an allergic reaction. All right, take a nap in the crew mess and then let us know what's I up don't later. remember the process by which There was, was no process. Gifted. They just handed it to him. Yeah, but I, there may have been and you don't remember. No, I think if there was, they didn't show it on the show. They might have. No. Do you know how vigilantly I take notes on everything on this show? I forget nothing. Just because you're writing it down doesn't mean you're writing it down correctly. Also, you're not referencing any notes. Hold on. What the fuck? You're not even referencing anything. You want me to pull it up, bitch? remembering notes you took. Yeah. Do I I want to go through this? No. Why why would I want to do that? I'm just saying... I feel like there's different standards. It's, it's weird. It's like some people are more strict than the others. And it's just like Captain Lee is just kind of like, hey, yeah, you know. <laughs> He's like Sylvester Stallone. He's like, don't I got rights? So anyway, this this all happened the morning that guests were arriving. It was like an hour from the guests arriving that this all happened. But the guests arrived. Uh, they're really intense old Florida bros who are now rich and are probably going to be dicks. 
and the guys are all old and wrinkly and like red tan, you know, like that wrinkle tan where someone's clearly been in the sun for too long their whole life. So they're like old wrinkly tan. Uh, and then all the women are blonde and half their age. And big boobies. Sure. Um, we know that because they keep being like, hey, great tits. Love your tits. I'm grateful for your tits. Like every five minutes. Yeah. So Damn, uh, look at her boobies. Once, once the news of Hannah's exit uh, got to the deck crew, there was a great scene where Rob is saying like, well, I guess um, Hannah is leaving the boat. Like they found something, whatever. And yeah. then when he's saying that to the deck crew, they show Malia and she is just really intently looking at a flipper. That's what I said. She's just like, wow, that flipper. I, that's wow, what I said. That. Yeah, I can't tell. So this is made out of rubber? I'm tell- I literally said that earlier. She is acting oh. like, hmm, huh, sorry, I'm too busy to acknowledge what's going on. And yeah, yeah. her face looks so fake. She's so hmm. fake. Wow, women hate women. No. Women hating women I don't is like, the best thing I see. I don't like fake bitches. Just joking. But I women also like some people bitches. are so transparently fake that it's it's oh, just. Oh, now you're against trans people? No, I'm talking about transparently fake. Like Malia uh-huh. is transparently fake. Now you hate trans. Okay. okay Nick, quit it. So. Wow. Yes. The guests arrive. They're old, wrinkly, red tanned men um and the women are half their ages and now all the pressure is on tom to perform with his food and he says he likes to work hard and he never plans on retiring and his mom used god could you imagine he just won't retire and everyone's like tom come on man you're having a heart attack over the food and he's like i'm i'm 96 and i will cook till i die then he dies over his like pot of whatever he's making yeah sure I knew it. He's like, take me into the goulash. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. He demands to be taken to a dish <laughs> that he hasn't cooked? I meant like, yeah. The, yeah, sure. Interesting. Uh, and he says he likes to work hard and never plans on retiring. And his mom used to give him massive lists of chores. And she would never let him sleep in much either. And if he was laying in bed, she would spray him down with the hose while in bed. So he would get up and get something done. Hmm. It's kind of child abusey. Uh, abusey. Debussy. Gary yeah, Busey. Jake Busey. Uh, Tom says the f- his first impre- the first impression of his food is very important because then if the guests really like it, you can ride that wave to Flavortown. Those are his words, not mine. He said that. I know. I heard you. He said the guests can ride the waves. He can ride the guests wave to Flavortown. Yeah. Guy Fietti. <sighs> yeah. So the guests are eating lunch and they do like the food so far. But then one of the guests, the older gentleman, keeps complaining about the veal. He's like, I don't put veal on their uh, reference sheet. Then one girl's like, I got veal stuck in my teeth. But then the guy eventually says, hey, this guy, Tom, Tim, Tom, he's a great chef. And Captain Sandy is very relieved. Very relieved. So fucking relieved. Yeah. I don't believe it. Okay, shut up. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. back can you believe nick doesn't believe anything i say even though i took extensive notes to make him happy extensive notes a don't make me happy i've only ever asked you to take less notes and b extensive notes that you took six months ago don't mean that you remember everything that happened in that episode. hey man leave me alone no need to that wasn't six months ago it's probably like two weeks ago because life is hell um so, yeah, the guests are struggling to get on the jet ski and one flips over and Malia is very tense because everyone keeps dying on jet skis. Um, maybe there should be more regulation, like a training session on how to drive the jet skis. That's just me, though. I'm out of control. You know me. I don't know you. You know me. I'm Anna. Anna. Who's yay? Mm, don't know you. I don't know. The jet ski flips because old, old man, red, uh, old man, tan guy burnt to a crisp. Um, so the guests are asking. I think you meant grand tan man. Oh. Because the Grand Canyon has like red rocks. Right. Mm. Yeah. I went to the Red Rocks Amphitheater. No big deal. Cool. You like it? Yeah, it was awesome. Nice. I gotta check it out one day. If my passport lets me. <laughs> uh, what if I didn't know how to work, how to uh, travel? Yeah, wow, wow, wow. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. So um the guests ask if Rob is seeing anyone, and he's like, I am seeing Jess. Then he says, The relationship has gotten deeper, stronger. And more powerful. What does that even mean? More powerful. I can't control the relationship any further. It has grown sentient. And it is out of my control. It will murder us all. Um, wait, wait. Here comes, here comes, uh, here comes Rob. Nick. Oh, hey, Rob. Nick, I have a joke for you. Yeah, Anna was actually pretty excited you were coming. Anna, Rob's here. Hey, Rob. Hi, Anna. Hey, how's it going? Good. Sorry to interrupt. (laughs) I have a joke for both of you. Actually, I actually have to go to the bathroom, but Anna, you talk to Rob. Okay. Great. Anna, yes? Why do birds fly to warmer Climates in the winter. Hmm. I don't know. It's much easier than walking. Wow. (laughs) That's hilarious, Rob. Are you a dad? No. Oh, okay. Do, Do you have another joke? Yes. 
All right, let's hear it. Why didn't the teddy bear eat dessert? Why? He was stuffed. <laughs> That's great. Hey, Nick, can you really come back in here? I don't want to be here alone with Rob anymore. Why not? Shut up, Rob. Okay. <laughs> Nick? Hey, Nick, I'm really Wow, good. what a tour de force. <laughs> Oh my God! I really hated to be done with that pee. Woo! Hey wow. guys! Oh wow. no, he's back. <laughs> what does a vampire take for a sore throat? What? Coffin drops. <laughs> oh, that one shocked Rob. You're done for the show. You're done for this episode. Get out of here. Oh, no, I've been fired again. Yeah, you're done, dude. You're on drugs. <laughs> Thank God he got out of here. Anyway, his relationship with Jess has gotten so powerful, it's out of his hands. So uh, the guests have a giant dildo that they're throwing around. I have no idea where it came from. Um, they're throwing it around while Bugs is trying to plan uh, with the guests for a birthday party and the like 100k user celebration party they want to have that night while on board. And so Bugs tells Tom and Tom is immediately immediately annoyed that he's learning that the guests want a chocolate cake so last minute and he's bitching to Malia and then Bugs about it and but it's like what can she do? That's what the guests wanted. And he keeps saying it's bullshit and he's complaining and he won't even kiss Malia because he's so stressed out. He's like I have to go work. Ah! Ah! Uh, and the one old creepy guy guest is taking photos of his young girlfriend topless in the hot tub. Um, and Tom is now in the galley complaining about not being able to open the oysters that they're having for dinner because he doesn't have a like an oyster shucking knife. God, it's such a foreshadow to what a little bitch this guy is going to be. And then he turns around and he's being filmed by this fat dude who just filmed his tiny tits girlfriend and he's just not saying anything just filming just filming from the doorway yeah he turns around and he notices him filming he's like oh hello because he's also like angry as fuck at the moment and then he's like hi i'd like to insult you you're english okay well if you saw a dude railing your wife you'd be like hello hello that's ha, 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 ha. No, the joke is so uh, a British guy. No, that's the joke. We don't need to go. That's the whole point. We don't. We don't need that. Everyone heard that joke. I'm saying the essence of the joke. No, also the joke didn't make any sense. I didn't get it. Hello, hello, hello. I said, yeah, that's. I just explained. British the people joke. are so polite that they would just say hello to everyone who's fucking yes. their wife. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Tom doesn't get it. Uh, and it's the weirdest joke. And like five minutes later, the same guy is naked and throwing the dildo into the other guest's room. Just naked. Just, just hoping someone will see his tiny little dick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, uh, also God. in the same moment. These are not good people. No, they're. they're these yeah. are very bad people uh, whose who's dad gifted them money. This is disgusting. I hate everyone on this charter more than anyone else. They're the CEOs. They're co-CEOs of their daddy's company. My God. I can't even think about that. Another. End this episode. Okay. Well, I'm trying to. So, Bugs, Bugs says that she is loving working with Tom because he's so easy and calm. Did you hear her say that? Calm Tom. I was like, are you, you're literally about to have your bat, your head bashed in by this guy. I would wear a helmet around him. He seems like the type to throw things. Doesn't he feel like he's going to throw things in the, the galley? She's like, I love this. I have not felt this comfortable since apartheid. It's nonsense. Like, it's actually nonsense. What, what did you just say? <laughs> what the fuck? I love the unrest in the streets. It's nonsense. Anyway, Malia's feeling stre the stress of having her boyfriend on board uh, because he's being such a stressed case, so she feels responsible for him. Uh, and at dinner, the guests are complaining that their oysters were full of shells and they didn't appreciate it. Uh, 
And Alex is helping Jess with cabins. And Jess says Alex and her worked on a a boat before this in Florida. And he was like her little degenerate brother whom she just wants to slap and hug at the same time because he's such a little smart-ass little fucker. I'm like, okay, you're going to kill him? Um, I think she wants to fuck him. Yeah. Uh, So the guests think the lobster for the second course is too raw for them to eat. And so uh, Bugs brings it to Tom. And they're like, he's like, they would like it cooked more. And Tom's like, they are fully cooked. They're poached. Um, And he's very annoyed. And then something happens with Bugs throwing away some of the potato from one of the plates. And Tom loses his shit. And he says, this isn't what he thought he was signing up for when he took the job. And he starts freaking out. Like, where am I supposed to get a potato at this point? Ah! Like, losing his mind. And Malia pulls Tom aside, um, and he's, like, so angry, and he says this is career suicide for him. And it's all it's all more effort than it needs to be, and he has too much self-respect for this. And that's where the episode ends, with him freaking the fuck out. Um, boat facts? Yeah, it's time for uh, Boat Facts with Nikki T's. Hey, Anna. Yeah. The phrase hunky-dory has nautical beginnings. What are they? Mm. Hunky-dory. Does it have to do with honking the horn? So you all know hunky-dory means things are just going along fine. Everything's fine. Uh, Well, apparently, uh, sailors in port in Yokohama, Japan, Mm -hmm. liked to visit Hunky Dory Street when they felt carefree in the center of the city's red light district where sailors were wont to go after a long time at sea. Now, this, a lot of times you see facts like this and then you look them up and that's not true. Well, there's no real agreed uh, origin of this phrase. But I did find another article that echoed this by saying the Japanese term Honcho Dori means something like Main Street. And many cities there have one. U.S. sailors would have known the word hunky and could have added the Japanese word for road, Dori, as an allusion to the easy street they found themselves in in Japan. There certainly were Hancho Dori streets of virtue, of easy virtue in Tokyo and Yokohama that catered to the old for the old age requirements of sailors in port after a long the age-old requirements, excuse me, of sailors in port after a long voyage. Nice. So hunky dory means everything is sucking my dick for money tonight. Back to you, Anchor. What? Wow. Great boat fact. Thank you so much, Nick Tierner. Um, Thank you. All right, guys. That was Hannah. That was, I mean, yes, let's give Hannah a salute for her work on this full show and creating the most drama possible. Um, So shout out Hannah Ferrier. Ferrier. I don't know how to say her last name. Is it like Perrier? Uh, Thank you for all your hard work. You will be missed. And uh, we salute you. We salute you. I don't know what that noise was supposed to be. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Below Deck, Season 5 Mediterranean, Episode 12, baby. Um, Yeah. God, this show's going fucking mile a minute. It's pretty exciting. All right, guys. Uh, thanks so much for listening. You can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. You can uh, uh, follow me at Anna Hosty and Nick is at Nick's Turners. Uh, leave us a five-star review if you feel so inclined. We would love it. Look how much hard work we've done. Look how far we've come. We've never given up. We love you guys. We do this all for you, baby. And for our sick, sick amusement of hearing our own voices. But mostly for you. Uh, and yeah, check out our merch on Public. We would love that. We love you to check out our merch. We would love you. Check out our merch. Okay. That's that. Talk to you later. Bye, guys. 
Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.